Welcome to the Expert Speak podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. Well, hello, Socrates and Cassandra. How are you today? Great. Great. Good. Glad that you are with me. Uh, today, we're talking with uh, Socrates and Cassandra Exantis. Uh, they are the authors of uh, the book in the background, actually, Find Your Hedgehog and Stop Working. Uh, they are co-preneurs down in Florida, uh, have a thriving uh, real estate management company. Uh, they speak all over the country on leadership and finding your passion. So I want to introduce them, let them tell you a little bit about who they are and how they came to be authors. So tell us a bit about your background and, and uh, how did you get to where you are today? Sure. You want to start? Sure, why not? <laughs> so uh, Cassandra Exantz is here. Um, I started my career early on, right after I graduated uh, college, and I started working uh, as an independent, independent real estate agent um, in the field. And then I had a great opportunity to work with uh, two big builders, D.R. Horton and KB Holmes, and then uh, eventually I got into property management. So that's sort of my background in real estate. Um, I've always had a passion for it. Um, and even though I tried to get away from it and tried to do something else, I kept on getting sucked back in. So I realized this is who I am. This is what I need to be doing because I, I, I really enjoy doing it. For me, uh, as we talked about earlier, my career in real estate really started when I was a student at UCF. While I was a student at UCF, I read a little book called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And a lot of investors, I find that that's the first book or one of the yeah. first books that they've read to kickstart their real estate venture. So I bought my first home when I was a student at UCF. Fast forward to about a couple of years later, I met this beautiful lady and we had a passion for real estate. By that time, I was in my third property. I was investing in real estate, but I was working for corporate America. I worked for corporate America for 14 years and I knew that I was great at what I was doing. And I was making six-figure income, but I wasn't passionate about it. And I realized that I did not want to be there for the rest of my life because my mentor asked me, what if you spend the next 20 or 30 years working here and only to realize that you climbed up the wrong ladder? That question really, really made a difference for me. And I decided that I was going to leave corporate America. And so we set out to put our exit strategy together. Upon When we decided to do that, I kept journaling everything that had happened uh, at Sprint, what I learned, what I learned in the corporate world, as well as what I learned as a business owner. And over time, I, I, we became the top performing office in the country for the yeah. franchise that we are managing. We now have four locations. By the way, we, we're the only franchisee with four locations. People kept asking me to travel across the country to teach and mentor other property management uh, owners, speaking at uh, conferences, real estate conferences, property management conferences. And the question people would ask me is, how did you start it? Where's the book? <laughs> and the, the interesting thing is I had been journaling for 10 years. So I had a lot of material, but I didn't have a process. I'm not an author by trade to put it all together into a book that I can share with people. Because it's one thing to share with someone during an hour talk, but it's one thing to leave something behind with someone that has all of your principles that have helped you build your business. And so the book was idea came by way of that. And so 
Cassandra and I sat together and decided that I should write a book. She had no interest. And she said, you should write a book. And I said, sure. Here's what happened, Michael. And I, this is true, truly a testament, testimony to our, our, our love for one another. She knew I wanted to write the book. She said to me, I will give you an hour and a half every Sunday. I will go to the early service at church. You'll be by yourself. With, I'll take the kids and then you can join me for the second service. So you can have a whole hour and a half to write every Sunday for almost two years. So I had a lot of time to write and, and I had uh, really wrote a whole lot of information, principles that I've learned over the years. And that's really how the book came about by my, my wife giving me the opportunity and the time to focus on writing down my thoughts. And, and I didn't have any interest of, of becoming an author myself, but he said, you know, a lot of uh, the story has to do with you and your perspective, your voice is so important because when we go to speak together, undoubtedly every single time I would get so many young women and um, young, young students and different people that would want to come to me and ask me, how do you do it? You know? How did you, you know, balance all of this? You know, how did you take care of the kids? How do you, you know, how did you become a leader? How did you find your voice? And he's like, your voice is going to be really important here. And so, you know, I wrote a couple of chapters um, to kind of answer some of those questions. But really, I think the way that this all came together is just God's hand because everyone came at the right time from when we met, uh, you know, the, the people that pointed us to you and everything. It's just God's hand that was on it that really just brought it all together to make it happen. Yeah, that's great. So talk a little bit about the process. Um, you had a lot written and then you called us and then we took you from where you were, got on the phone with you, walked through our process to, to take your thoughts, but actually get the book done through our, our speak to write process. Sure. Talk a little bit, you know, in, in a couple minutes of what was that process like for you? The process was pretty interesting because while I had written a whole lot of stuff, I didn't know how to organize it together into mm -hmm. a book. So the process, Michael and the team made it so simple that they organized my thoughts in terms of an outline. That was kind of the first step. Yeah. And then when I saw the outline, I said, we actually have a book. And I told Michael... I think we're going to be your easiest clients because we have all the material. We just need someone to actually help us piece it all together. And of course, although we had written it all, mm -hmm. Michael wanted us to do the speak to write. So all we did was basically every meeting, I read the things that I had already written. And Michael asked additional questions to kind of help us dive deeper into yeah. the, the stories. It the, was more like an interview an process. An interview process, but the material yeah. was written. So we were basically reading what we had written, but Michael kind of pulled the depth out of us to make sure that we hit all the key points mm -hmm. along the way. So to make sure that it actually flowed. But more importantly, I think the organization of the book. I wasn't sure what I was going to do, even down to the title. I must have sent Michael 20 different title ideas. Mm -hmm. But Michael kept saying, that's not it. That's not it. It doesn't tell you what it's yeah. about. And I remember those frustrating talks and text messages. <laughs> I thought they, they were winners, all of them. But they weren't. And of course, when we finally got to the title of the book, it was like God said, I can't tell you how amazing we all felt, my wife and Michael, because I had test, uh, 
test drove the, the title yeah. in front of a live audience. And they loved and it. They absolutely and they absolutely totally loved got it. it. <laughs> they got it right away. And that's one of the main reasons why I'm asked to speak at more conferences because the title is super catchy. And what you've done with it, Michael, and your team to make it look great and catchy was really, really phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I think also components of the book, if people notice it too, it's kind of conversational because we did have a conversation with, with you, Michael, um, on occasion. We had conversations with each other sometimes, um, but that's where you'll see that the book really flows because you asked and interviewed us. We may have read from the script, but it was very conversational. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that because that's really the reason we do the speak to write process is because when somebody's reading your book, I want them to feel as if they are sitting there talking with you. And yeah. then when they come and see you speak, let's say you're going to say something in that talk that you've read and they've read in the book and go, well, that's the same person. And that's yeah. really the genesis. It's that underlying ethos of writing that uh, when you when you wrote it, really wasn't there until we we extracted it from you through your passions. Obviously, you're both are very passionate people, great communicators. That's what comes through in the book because we, you you spoke you know to write your book really. So that's awesome. Tell us about uh, the book. The book got published. It's on Amazon and Kindle. Tell us what has happened business wise. Since the book's been out, what's the response been, and, and have you been able to open up some new doors and opportunities for business? The book, since the book came out, I think it has really opened more doors. We obviously have been speaking for a number of years, but now I think it's more, we're more legitimate speakers because most speakers do not have books or a book. The speakers that have books are doing much better because the book can speak for you before you step uh, step up on the stage. In fact, we're meeting tomorrow with a business owner who wants to partner with us. Okay. We met him briefly and he bought my book and he remembered that. And now we're meeting with him, but he feels like he already knows us. Yeah. I think that's the key. People get the opportunity even to skip through your book before they meet you in person. So it opens doors for you. So what we've done is from a marketing perspective, we kind of set out the book to some people we wanted to meet. And so many of them have purchased the book. So when we speak to them again, they will call out chapters that we've forgotten. <laughs> they, they will call out a, a, a quote that we, we, we forgot what chapter it was That's on. That's in the communication and chapter. Say, I was reading this chapter and you said this and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I did say that. that so it, really, it really does open doors and, and help people feel and know that they, they got to know us better. Yeah. We've got a chance to do some more speaking yeah. engagements. So now... Another thing that has happened is whenever we speak now, people will buy the book. We'll see an uptick on purchases. We have obviously hundreds of copies that we take with us different places. And of course, those that cannot purchase the book right on site will go on Amazon and purchase the book because ultimately the audience want to hear and see more from speakers. Mm -hmm. And that is, our, that is our opportunity for them to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's good. And something that you said there that um, the, the business guy that you're meeting with, he had your book a number of months ago. Yes. And from a business perspective, too many business owners are so interested in that transaction of, uh, you come to me today, give me the money today, become my client today. And they really need to understand it's the transformational aspect of, no, take a copy of my book, learn who I am, get to know me and trust me and like me. And mm. then when they're ready, guess who's going to be the obvious choice? Yeah. The one that I know, the one that I feel the best about. That does come through sitting and reading a book. I think you're absolutely right. So, very good. I'll tell you a quick story that happened about the book. 
So I'm, we're very involved at UCF, uh, alma mater. We, we live three minutes away. Cassandra and I are the only couple that I know that are, we sit on the board of directors for the business school, the IB, the Integrated Business School at mm -hmm. UCF. One of the directors at the uh, UCF uh, has a copy of our book. She read the book and she invited me a month ago to speak to 1,400 students. And the whole focus was on the book. And what was really cool about it, Michael, is they actually brought a hedgehog, a live hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> they brought a live hedgehog to the conference of 1,400 people simulcast and live. Yes. And I got to hold a little hedgehog. And again, it, it all happened because she bought the book and she read the book and she thought it was so uh, uh, profound that she wanted uh, to have me come come back to the campus. And, and he looked so school. uncomfortable holding this students. live hedgehog. It was hilarious. <laughs> so that, was really cool. <laughs> that was a great picture, but I was just like, what is he going to do? <laughs> so it's an example of how the book opened more doors by, by the director at UCF having read the book. It yeah. opened the door without me having to sell myself. I think right. that was the key for me. It does. We've experienced that quite a bit. Now, another more uh, on a smaller scale, Everywhere I go, by the way, I have these little cards, a uh, little bookmark that we've made. I'm looking at one here. We have a little book cards that we've made. They're really this an, a, a copy of the cover of the book. Mm -hmm. At any rate, we pass it around to uh, waitresses, waiters, and different people. Every banker that I meet with, they ultimately are buying the book because yeah. I, I hand them the little card. He the walks bookmark. into the bank I'm, and I'm, sells four or five I'll books. I'll sell five books because I, I go in to, to, <laughs> to pay someone and then they give me money for you yeah, know, and they that's brilliant. And I think it's kind of cool that you can do that. But again, I would give the book away for free. It's not even about the money, but you know, obviously there's a cost to it. But right. it, it, I was at the DMV yesterday. This is a true story. I was at the DMV getting my license uh, updated with a new address. The young lady said, what do you do? I said, I'm an author. She goes, what did you write? I whipped out my little handy dandy uh, <laughs> bookmark. And she said, I'm going to get that book. I, I love reading. And what is this hedgehog concept? I said, you have to read it to find out. Good answer. That's great. That's awesome. And that's a, that's a great technique, you know, to make your own little book bookmark and to yeah. hand out a, a business card bookmark. That's phenomenal. Well, let's, let's tie this up with one last question. As we're talking, you know, we talk to a lot of business owners who are on the, the fence about writing a book, whether it's the right thing for them to do. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, but they're sitting there on the fence saying, well, I don't know, this is a big process. What counsel would you give to a business owner when they're sitting there thinking, should I take this step or not? Sure. It, it took me really 10 years to decide to do this because- not, <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> well, I won't tell them that. But, but I will, what I will tell you is that for me, I wish I had done it sooner because I, I really thought about it for a while. And it wasn't until I realized that the, you will never regret not doing something. You'll re, I'm sorry, doing something. You'll regret not having tried to do something, right? Yeah. So I, I actually would encourage people that are on the fence. You won't regret doing something you'll regret not doing it because the world has changed for us. We're authors now. Our family members and friends and colleagues see us as authors, legitimate authors. Mm -hmm. Although our book is really not about real estate and property management, it's a different type of book. It's a business book about how to build your business and be successful. It doesn't matter what your book is about, if it's about your industry or not. It brings a level of legitimacy that 
your friends, colleagues, and clients, potential clients and prospects. You have something to leave behind. You can leave it behind. Yeah, you have something to leave behind. But I think also um, the other thing that we recognize with having this book, Socrates didn't want to put it out. It's kind of like, you know, it's your personal, you're opening up your, your, your world and for other people to judge and to criticize. And it was funny because we would meet other authors and two things they would say, one was uh, John Maxwell's quote, which is do it now, do it now, do it now, do it now, do it now. And the other thing is it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be exactly what you think it is. But once you get it out there, you know, people are going to buy the book because of you. And sometimes, you know, they may not read the book, but they buy the book because of you. And it's something that you have left behind. Now that we have this option for Audible, it really does open it up a whole lot more because people that may not read it, guess what? Now they're going to, they're going to buy your book. And they're going to do the audible. So now you got double duty there in terms of, of making uh, income off of your book. And they're going to listen to it. So uh, it's been an amazing experience. But the one thing I would tell you is it's never going to be perfect. And do it now. Do it now. Do it now. That's awesome. Great counsel. Great advice. I'm so glad that you both chose to do it now. It's been a joy mm-hmm. working with you. And hopefully we'll be able to do another interview in the, in the years to come because I want to keep you front and center. But you're doing amazing work. You're amazing people. And I'm uh, thankful to the Lord for bringing us together. So thanks for taking some time to, uh, to be with me here. And uh, keep, just keep rocking and rolling and, and changing people's lives as you help them find their hedgehog so they can live with passion. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Michael. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.